Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks postgame show on the Blackhawks Radio Network. Here's Joe Brand. Absolutely memorable night at the United Center in a game where the Blackhawks get redemption against a team that took them down last week. But Patrick Kane pulls out his 11th career hat trick of his entire career, including the playoffs. And he dazzles the United Center crowd in front of a sellout here at the UC tonight as the Blackhawks have paired up back-to-back wins. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show taking you up to 8.30 tonight. If you were at the game, what a game to talk about. We will take your calls. We'll take your texts later on. 312-981-7200. We're hoping to hear from one of the Blackhawks players here in our post-game festivities, but let's uh, first head on up to the WGN radio broadcast booth and bring in Troy Murray, who's been on the call with John Wideman tonight. And Troy, we, we kept talking about Toronto being able to take it into another gear if they needed to, and it almost looked like they were trying to rev the engine a few times, but the Blackhawks did a good job of building themselves a decent enough lead, obviously a big reason of that being Patrick Kane. And uh, they were really able to put together another team-friendly victory and kind of stunned the Maple Leafs in this one here tonight. Yeah, I I think Toronto just kind of thought that they were still in, I wouldn't say in charge of this game, but but right there. They scored the the early goal in the third period, uh, seven and a half into it basically, when Marner uh, took a nice play off the backboards and beat Jackson Staubert to, to tie the game up and you, you probably thought that okay some comfort level uh, for the Maple Leafs was there tying the game up okay you know we'll, we'll win this one and all of a sudden Cole Gutman comes down a turnover by the Maple Leafs in the offensive zone transitions into a two-on-one and Gutman carried it all the way from basically the top of the face-off circles in the Hawks into the ice all the way down the ice and he had an option on the far side and that was Tyler Johnson the defenseman Connor Timmons played it pretty good so the only option available at the end of that was to shoot the puck and he just fired it over the blocker nice job by Gutman to pick up his first goal in the NHL and the game winner how about it huh and then uh, Jackson Stauber pitching in picking up his first NHL point with an assist tonight kind of a kind of a cool game Troy where we recognize and we celebrate the Blackhawks prowess of the I want to call it past because Patrick Kane is still on this roster but obviously uh, during the Blackhawks heyday Patrick Kane a big reason of that and then kind of a glimpse of the future tonight with Cole Gutman netting his first NHL goal Jackson Stauber another stellar night we were talking about Stauber's game coming into this one being maybe the biggest test for him at the NHL level so far and uh, he and a couple of other young teammates really thrive tonight yeah 32 assists for uh, Stauber in this one you got some of the elite goal scorers in the NHL on Toronto and their high powered offense and he didn't seem phased by anything and I, I thought the Blackhawks for the majority of the game did a nice job of helping out the goaltender and you know limiting Toronto's opportunities to kind of a one and done opportunity um, but they did have some good looks Stauber was there when needed to be made some big saves down the stretch to keep this game where it was and give the Blackhawks that opportunity to win it 
Another game for the Blackhawks in which they pull out an important third period. I mean, that's the other thing, Troy, is Toronto tied up this game. I mean, they, they had an opportunity to kind of take over, and we were talking about the Blackhawks putting up a really cool statistic of coming back in a lot of games lately, one of the most recently being Friday night against Ottawa. But this, this would have been an easy game to just allow Toronto to take over in that third period. But, again, you see the gumption from this team. Uh, in certain circumstances, and I think tonight was an example of it. They, they wanted this one. They had it, they wanted it, and they were able to close it out. Yeah, they, they didn't allow the, the momentum to swing completely in Toronto's favor. You know that they're a good team, so they are going to create opportunities. They're going to get their chances, and you have to minimize those opportunities and, and trying to find a way to fight through it and, and not really get burnt in them. And I thought the Blackhawks did an excellent job. You, you didn't see continuous momentum on the Maple Leaf side of it um, basically throughout the whole game so the Hawks did an excellent job of, of, of kind of defining the way that they wanted to play sticking with it uh, even though you looked at Toronto and say okay now they're going to bring it and they're going to come you know at you 100 miles an hour the Hawks did an excellent job of fighting through that not letting it bother them continuing what they needed to do and then taking advantage of a mistake by the Maple Leafs trying to force a little bit too much in the offensive zone that resulted in the Gutman goal so they they did an excellent job of, of managing the key moments of this game I think much better than what we've seen in the past and maybe that's just the the maturation maturation of this group of guys inside the room being able to come back and win the game they're up three to one they lose the lead and they don't lose the lead but the game gets tied up there but you know it didn't seem like it, it bothered them at all as far as their game plan and how they were executing I'll be honest I, I wanted to see Patrick Kane score his fourth goal oh, me and I too. I, I know his teammates are trying to set him up on the empty netter, but I was a little bit on edge if that was going to end up burning the Hawks. I, I think 10 out of 10 times you do that. You you try to get Patrick Kane in that situation to pick up his fourth goal, but I was a little well, bit on edge. Yeah, but you got to look at, the, at where the Blackhawks are in the standings, okay? To me, it would have been phenomenal if Patrick Kane scores the fourth goal. Toronto comes down and, you know, they get a, a pretty decent look uh, counterattacking. But I don't blame them. If you're at the top of the standings and this game really means a lot, there's no doubt that you shoot the puck into the net. No doubt. Right. But in the, in the circumstances, the surrounding the team and, and Patrick Kane, you know, the uncertainty of where he's going to be uh, at the trade deadline, whether he'll be here, whether he'll be gone, whatever the story may be at that point. Um, I, I think it would have been really fitting for Patrick Kane to score that fourth goal. And you got to give credit to both Max Domi and Tyler Johnson really trying to set him up <laughs> for that fourth goal when uh, he had the opportunity. And then on the flip side, Patrick Kane has an opportunity, and he has a good look at the net. Uh, it's inside his own end of the ice, right at the blue line. He has a good look at the other, uh, other net. He's not going to miss that shot. He elects to draw the attention and then just slide it down to Max Domi, who goes in on a breakaway and, and tucks it in to seal the deal. So you got to give credit to everybody involved in the unselfishness of Patrick Kane not to take that shot. Could have easily taken the shot and got his fourth goal. It almost seemed like Domi was a little reluctant to score the goal. No, no doubt, because he, he, you know, he knew that he was trying to set up Patrick Kane, but in that situation, there's not a whole lot you can do. You can't <laughs> go down and, and wait for something to happen. So he goes down and scores, but the entire time that they were out there on the ice, there was no doubt that they were looking to set up Kane for his fourth.
Right. Good good problems to have. I mean, if we nice can nice problems uh, to have. <laughs> if we can uh nitpick about that, it's it's a good night. Well, Troy, I we're hoping for a guest. Uh still haven't gotten word and it doesn't even look like anyone's been talking in the locker room just yet. W- what are you feeling? You want to hang around or or can we let you go? No, I'll hang around. Okay. All right. Well, we got to get to a break. So, why don't we do this? We'll take a quick break. We're breaking down the Blackhawks' 5-3 winner over the Toronto Maple Leafs here at the United Center. Hoping to hear from a Blackhawk or two after this one as they pick up their second straight win as Patrick Kane nets a hat trick here at the United Center. You're listening to the Blackhawks Post Game Show on 720 WGN. The number three star is Cole Gutman, who scores his first career NHL goal. It ended up being the game winner. Max Domi is the number two star tonight. He had a four-point night with a goal and three assists, was trying to set up Patrick Kane for his fourth goal of the night, but Domi collecting the empty netter. Patrick Kane with his 11th career hat trick when you include the playoffs. He had a four-point night as well, three goals and one assist, and a fantastic night here at the United Center. I'm Joe Brand, and we're breaking down a 5-3 winner over the Toronto Maple Leafs with Troy Murray as the Blackhawks win back-to-back games now. Different types of games, a comeback victory in Ottawa on Friday. They come here to the United Center, taking out a very good Toronto Maple Leafs team, and actually a team that got better as they acquire Ryan O'Reilly and Nola Chari after a trade, and uh, come into Chicago looking for another two points, but the Blackhawks had other ideas. Troy, I'm interested in uh, what you thought about Patrick Kane's conversation after being the number one star when he chatted with Jenna Rose out on the ice. He's a guy that, like you mentioned, is very humble. He, he knows what he's capable of, but he holds himself to such a high standard. You could kind of get the idea that maybe this year has been wearing on him in terms of production, and it's got to feel great for him to give this to the Blackhawks fans tonight. Three goals tonight, five games in his last two games, and you can just tell that this is the type of production he wants to pour into each and every game. And obviously that's not possible, but that's just how high he holds his expectations to himself. It was almost an emotional um, conversation, the interview that he had with uh, with Jenna, and, you know, you just you don't know what is behind the mind of, of Patrick Kane. What, you know, what is he thinking? And, and I'm sure that this time of his career and as we get closer to the trade deadline, um, there's just got to be so many emotions that are going through his body right now on, on a daily basis that, um, you know, he's, he's probably trying to figure out, you know, what he truly wants and and. Um, you know, is he willing to make the sacrifice to to say what he wants to to do? You know, is it the right thing? Is it the right decision? Nothing is going to be cut and dried. And and if you look at Kane uh, um, and what he has done here, I think that you kind of heard it in his voice that uh, you know it has been a disappointing season. He he brought that up, not being where you know they they want to be, uh, but at the same time showing the appreciation for the fans here at the United Center, a great crowd here, Sunday evening start, 5 o'clock, an early start, lots of energy in the building, first responders night, and I think that he recognizes and appreciates these moments more so than he has ever uh, in the past, so I think that that kind of feeling, that kind of emotion came out in his interview um, at the end of the game. Yeah, and I think it's huge for him because there's only one home game left before the trade deadline, and that's on Tuesday, so... You know, at the very least, Patrick Kane had tonight's game. 
he had the opportunity to put on quite the show for a packed crowd, too. I mean, everything about tonight was just kind of serendipitous, right? I mean, everything was coming together for the Hawks tonight. And it's not like they took down a team at the bottom of the standings. This is the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, this is a team looking for a long playoff run. And you can tell this was this is a rough loss for the Maple Leafs tonight. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know how to explain the Maple Leafs. And, and you know, it, it, it's still... A, a question mark whether this team has the the makeup uh, even after the, the move of picking up Ryan O'Reilly, you know, to succeed in in the playoffs. There's questions about the the core group of guys, the leadership inside that room, and I'm not there, so I, I I'm only talking about what you hear and then what people kind of say in the media. What you got to take that for a grain of salt, but um, you know, for Toronto, certainly looking to get home ice advantage. Uh, against Tampa in that first round. That, that is critical to them. That is something that they're looking forward to. Losing to Columbus last weekend um, and, and then losing to the Blackhawks here tonight, something that you know shouldn't happen to the elite teams. Yeah, maybe you don't prepare yourself. Yeah, maybe you play down to the opposition. Uh, but you, when you're in a, in, a, in a... If you are where you are and you're the Toronto Maple Leafs and you know that there are people still out there doubting whether this team can get it done, they look at a game like this and they're saying they gotta they got to bring up some questions again about you know where this team is at and i think it's a you know it's it's an excellent team and they've got all kinds of talent and i, I think they really did add to their uh, their roster by picking up riley and noel achari um, but at the same time they have to prove to everybody uh, they that they can get over the hump and this is a game that 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 will put question marks to, throughout the canadian media does this team have what it takes i i don't know hmm we're uh, we're hoping to get Blackhawks winning goaltender Jackson Stauber tonight, who's continued to put on a show. Uh, another guy, Troy, that you said had impressed you even before the goal he scored, which ended up being the game winner tonight, Cole Gutman. Uh, what have you liked about his game, and what do you think translates well to the NHL in terms of what he brings? Well, he's relentless, and I, I think that when you're an undersized player, you, you have to bring that kind of attitude um, only 165, 170 pounds, five foot nine. So he's not going to frighten anybody with, with physical uh, size out there. So you got to find ways to make it work. And he's been in a position. College hockey is tough, and he played four years, and he was a leader at Denver. And when you look at the characteristics of of a player and what you're looking for, um, and, and it's one of the, br- the reasons that they brought him in here. It's not not really to play at the NHL level. He's getting the opportunity now because of what he has done in Rockford, but they wanted to bring in that maturity to the Rockford team to help out some of the younger players. Not that he's an old guy. He's only 23 years of age, but he, he's more mature um, than a rookie would be normally in the American Hockey League. They like everything about his game. Um, he works hard. He competes. He's smart. He's got hockey I- IQ out there. Um, he's a good skater. That we saw that he can shoot the puck. Yeah, so there's all kinds of other things that you factor into a, a guy like Cole Gutman. Um, and, and I think it's been impressive. Every time that the Hawks have had an opportunity to see him, he's impressed. Uh, the prospect camp and, and everything that, that he did uh, in the uh, preseason, just, and then going down to Rockford and using that opportunity to increase and progress the right way, 
uh, has been very impressive. And I think for the Blackhawks to, you know, give themselves a little pat on the back to find a player like this that can certainly add at the American Hockey League level and then has come up here and has performed well in his first three games. Well, and, and just to add to that, that kind of seems to be the reoccurring theme with these guys that are coming up from Rockford. Just understanding the assignment when they get up to the NHL level, and I think that's credit to, number one, the talent of the player that's coming up, but also the transparency between the Blackhawks front office and the coaching staff and then trickling down to the players. I mean, Kyle Davidson has stayed very true to his word about not rushing guys up, making sure development is coming slow and steady down in Rockford and sticking to the plan. And I, I mean, for the most part, I feel like it's benefited everybody that's come up from Rockford so far here to the NHL level. I, I think that the, the, the thought process here is for when they do come up to the NHL level, you want to put them in positions to succeed. And with Jonathan Taves out of the lineup, with Mackenzie Antwistle out of the lineup, you could have done a couple things. You could have, you know, brought up Lucas Reichel and, and fit him into the, the top six, six equation um, on your roster. But I think they also wanted to give Cole Gutman that opportunity because he's earned it down there. And it is so important for the players within your organization to know that if they work hard and they get results, they'll have the opportunity at some point to get the chance to play at the NHL level. And as you mentioned, Kyle Davidson sticking with his game plan, not forcing guys into a situation where it not might not be the best environment. You'd like to have more experienced players that have dealt with the ups and downs of playing in the NHL than a young guy coming in here and get frustrating, getting um, just the, the wrong mindset. And, and he wants these guys in Rockford to play together, to succeed. And they're having an excellent season down there. And when they succeed down there, you're going to have a better attitude. You're going to have a better appreciation for when you get up to the NHL level, what it's all about, and and not wanting to go back down to the American Hockey League at some point in your career and, and really striving for that opportunity. And, and the Blackhawks have been giving it to them in small doses throughout the entire season. Guys like Isaac Phillips, Sini uh, is still with the team uh, as well, at being called up. You know, those guys got opportunities. They know what it's like to play at the NHL level. Now go down, hone your skills, pro- keep progressing in the right way, and that's what they've done all season long, and they're doing that with Gutman at this point right now as well. No, I totally agree. And, Troy, we're actually uh, joined by Jackson Stauber right now, Blackhawks winning goaltender as the Hawks take down the Toronto Maple Leafs 5-3. Jackson, overall, feel-good victory, team-friendly victory, and uh, you get uh, involved in the offense a little bit. Congratulations on your first point. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I was uh, just made a save and went right to Dome, so, um, yeah, thankfully got the one in, I guess. We're going to head upstairs and bring in Troy Murray. Jackson, we're talking about uh, you coming in mentally to this game, knowing what the Toronto Maple Leafs are all about. You, you, you see guys like Matthews, Nylander, Marner, Tavares, all these guys on highlight reels every time you're, you turn in the TV there. Was there any concern coming in this game facing a team with a high-powered uh, high offense like the Maple Leafs any different than normal? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you try not to think about that, but obviously you're aware of those guys that you talked about, right? They're uh, extremely talented uh, players that can, you know, strike quick. So, um, but for me, it's just stick to my game plan. Um, you know, same preparation and uh, take it one period at a time. And um, yeah, your confidence has been 
through the roof since you've been here. Has it gotten bigger? Has it gotten better? Or, or is it just kind of maintained the same? Yeah, I think anytime uh, you know you get to play and and just get to practice to and be around the guys, the more often I'm around the guys, the more confident and comfortable I'm getting. So uh, I just feel like yeah, it's growing. How important is for you to be a sponge inside that locker room to to see Patrick Kane to enjoy. Patrick Kane, what he's all about, but also to understand what it's like to play at the NHL level, to see what Peter Mrazek does in his preparations uh, for the game. How important is it for you to absorb all that in your progression to stick here in the NHL full-time? Yeah, that's huge. I think anytime you can get that knowledge from those guys that have been around a long time is uh, is great, you know. There's a reason that they're uh, they've, they've had great long careers, so yeah, I just try to absorb everything I can, learn as much, um, learn as much as I can. Everyone's kind of been talking about how, you know, you you don't you don't ask too many questions. You kind of go about your business. You're you're very professional. You kind of keep to yourself. Do you do you feel like that's kind of your personality? You leave your your personality out on the ice and just get your job done. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like uh, that's something that I've kind of grown over the years from junior hockey to to uh, college and then up to the pros. Is always a goal of mine to play professional. So I feel like I I kind of instilled those habits. Um, you know, a while ago. So then when I do get to this level, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's not having to make these big, huge changes, right? It's just doing what I've done that, that's got me here. Obviously you tweak some things, there's some adjustments, but, um, for the most part, yeah, I just feel like I'm, uh, just like you said, I go about my business and, um, try to keep quiet. In these situations, how much do you lean on your father, guy that played in the NHL, same position as you? How much do you look for advice for him to help you through all this? Oh, all the time. Um, you know, it's, like you said, he, he's played, he's been in my situation before. Um, so just to be able to lean on him is huge. And it's, I feel very fortunate to have him and, um, you know, someone that I can go to, you know, if, if, if I'm feeling anything or, you know, just talk about things, right? Like it's just good to have conversations and just talk through things. It's, uh, you know, it can be challenging, right, to play at this level and, um, so yeah, I lean on him all the time. What's some of the best advice you've gotten from your dad? Uh, what I said earlier is just take it one period of time, right? Like if, if you look at the game as a perspective and go, well, you know, I might have to make 45 saves tonight. That can be pretty daunting, right? Um, so I just think if you, you focus on one period, play the game, try to stay in the moment the best you can. And then at the end of the game, there's going to be a score. Jimmy Waite, the goaltender coach for the Blackhawks here. How much has he helped you? He's been great. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's been awesome to work with Jimmy and just, you know, gain from his, his knowledge on, you know, guys that have been here in the past too, you know, asking questions about that, like what makes those guys successful and just working on the fine details of the game, right? Like I think you try to get in uh, as much practice as you can. Um, it, it's tough when you're playing all these games, but you try to sneak it in. So, yeah, it's been great. And, you know, Pete Aubrey and I down in Rockford too, have, um, I feel like we've worked well together. So, yeah, both of them, is, it's, uh, it's been great working with them. Talk with the Blackhawks winning goaltender Jackson Stauber. Correct us if we're wrong, but we were talking about your assignment tonight probably being your biggest one since coming up to the NHL. Uh, do, do you think of it as that when you're gearing up for this game, or do you just try not to, to put too much stress on yourself? Yeah, you try not to put too much on it, but I think it's always in the back of your mind, right? Like I'm human like everyone else. I have those thoughts, and you know, it was nice outside. It was sunny <laughs> kind of today, which uh, reminds you of spring, kind of has that uh, late-season big-game feel. So, you know, you just embrace that and enjoy it, and, yeah, you go out there and do the best you can. Jackson, where's your happy place during a game? 
Um, when things go wrong, when there's pressure coming, where's the happy place? I, I think for me, it's just taking deep breaths, um, you know, staying right in that moment, not looking ahead, not looking behind. Um, you know, maybe there's a good song that they're playing uh, in, in between uh, <laughs> whistles. You, you kind of jam out to that a little bit, right? It helps you stay grounded. So stuff like that um, is, is good. So I take it you're not much of a chirper out there. No, no, no. I don't know if I've ever chirped anyone in my life. So I feel like that just comes back to haunt you. Do you, do you feel like you accept the chirping coming from the outside well? Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, maybe don't even look at them. Or if you do, you just don't say anything. And then they just kind of stand there. And <laughs> I mean, what else are they going to say? Like, <laughs> Jackson, congratulations. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, best of luck moving forward. You're a fun and easy guy to root for. Thanks. I appreciate you having me. That is Jackson Staubers. The Blackhawks take down the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight, 5-3. And uh, Troy, Jackson's going to be our player with the most heart, sponsored by Northwestern Medicine with teams that take on the toughest cases at over 200 locations. Uh, We've talked about him kind of being just a stone-cold dude, not caring too much about pressure or stress or anything, and I think that just kind of exemplifies it all right there. He's got a good head on his shoulders, especially for a goaltender, because you've got to have that, <laughs> that mental strength. Um, he seems very normal for a goaltender, <laughs> which, is, which is great to hear. Um, and you roomed with one, so you can say that. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I've seen a lot of personalities over the years with, with goaltenders, and I think that, you know what, the even keelness about his demeanor is really important to a goaltender, not getting too high, not getting too low, um, not dwelling on a goal that goes in, you know, okay, it's your fault, you should have had that one back, you got to forget about it, worry about the next shot coming through. You know, that mentality, uh, I really think, has, has helped Jackson Stauber um, feel comfortable in, in his time here in his first five games with the Blackhawks. He, he's been really good, his, you know, his the, the whole time that, that you talk to him, that you are around him, he just doesn't seem phased by anything and you know you're, you're getting an opportunity to play in the nhl you would think that there's a, a ton of emotions going through his mind and i'm sure that there is uh, but he doesn't show it and i think that that's important uh, the way that uh, you know he can uh, kind of show his teammates that he has this confidence level right that that uh, that shows up in the way that he prepares for the game and the way that it shows up when he plays the game definitely a recipe for success Troy, thank you very much. I appreciate you tap dancing with me for a little bit as uh, we waited for Jackson Stauber. But great interview, great kid to talk to, and uh, just a fun night overall. This was a great game. Well, let's do it again Tuesday. All right, let's do it. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you then. Thanks a lot, Troy. Thanks, Joe. All right, that is Troy Murray. He and John Wideman with the call tonight as the Blackhawks take down the Toronto Maple Leafs 5-3 from the United Center. We've still got a lot to get to. We'd like to hear from you. 312-981-7200. Taking the post-game show up to 8.30 tonight. Join us if you'd like to. If you were at the game tonight, it was definitely a fun one. Again, 312-981-7200. You're listening to the Blackhawks post-game show after a 5-3 winner over the Toronto Maple Leafs on 720 WGN. A 5-3 winner over the Toronto Maple Leafs for the Blackhawks here at the United Center. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks post-game show taking you up to 8.30 tonight. The beginning of today started with the Blackhawks captain, as Jonathan Taves mentioned, that he's going to be taking a step aside for a little bit to try and regain his health. He's dealing with long COVID issues. He's dealing with his uh, chronic immune response syndrome that he has dealt with in the past. And uh, the captain not going to be moved by Kyle Davidson because his health is first and foremost uh, the main aspect to be focusing on number 19. Patrick Kane stole the show by scoring a hat trick 
four points total tonight for number 88. And as we mentioned before, there is only one home game left at the United Center before the trade deadline, which is looming on March 3rd. This conversation's not going to go away until something is decided. So let's hear straight from the horse's mouth and hear from Patrick Kane. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just uh, got some chances tonight, obviously. Um, you know, uh, um, going back to the last couple of games, playing with Max and Kersey, just been getting some looks and, uh, you know, nice to capitalize on them. And, uh, yeah, always nice to have a, a game like that at home. You do that in front of that crowd and, you know, against Toronto and I, yeah. just knowing what could be in the next few days, what, what's this all mean to you? Oh, well, it's just, you know, I mean, not really thinking about anything other than just playing the game and uh, always fun to play against Toronto. I mean, they got some great players. They're a great team and, uh, uh, you know, original six matchup. So I know there's a lot of history there at the Blackhawks and Maple Leafs and um, haven't played at home here in a while, so it was nice to get back on home ice and play in front of the fans. Did you guys feel that energy tonight? With the yeah, yeah, they are awesome. Uh, you know, I thought they uh, uh, were really into the game and, um, yeah, a couple times out there. Um, you know, you just get chills with, uh, you know, the way they're into it, with the team not doing well, and, uh, the position we're in, and, uh, yeah, it was amazing. Can you talk about that, you that they've kept coming up this year? Yeah, way? I think the crowds have been great. I mean, they've been into every game. You can tell they want us to win. They're, uh, you know, living and dying with us every play, so it's uh, it's, it's impressive. You're talking about the third goal. Did you know it was in? Did you think it was in? Like, what did you see? Yeah, I thought it had a chance, and then, you know, just uh, they must have been looking at the replay on the bench because they told me it was in, so... Um, you know, personally, when I saw it, I thought maybe it was like half over the line, half on the line, and uh, yeah, just enough. You think those guys tried a little too hard to get to your fourth goal there? Yeah, on the empty net. Yeah. It'd yeah. be nice to just put that one in and, uh, and end the game. I know they had a couple chances there after that, so. Um, but yeah, big one. Has there been anything different these past two games, or it's just that things have gone in? Yeah, you know, just getting the shots through, kind of picking your corners, and. Uh, um, you know, getting chances too, so it's good. What went through your mind when Toronto traded for Ryan O'Reilly? There's some, you know, speculation that that might that might have been a team that. Oh, um, yeah, I don't think there's uh, really. I mean, at least that I know of, much much discussion of uh, that being an option. So I think that was. Uh, uh, I know there's there's a lot of different reports out there. Um, uh, and uh, not all of them are true, so gotta be careful what you listen to. <laughs> Did you know that um, you're the um, the first player to score 700 points mm-hmm. um, at the United Center tonight? Now you're at uh, 703. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a cool milestone. I'll take it. You know, it's a it's a great place to play. Like I said, and uh, always nice to perform here. So you said you're taking that day by day, but is this really not weighing on you at all? Just the whole process. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean. Uh, just a situation, you know, it is, so it's like, what are you going to do about it? Um, so, that's kind of where we're at. Patrick, how tough is it to see the news with, with Jonathan? Obviously, yeah. he's been out for a little bit, but seeing what he's going through again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, obviously, we're supporting him and uh, and what he has going on and just, uh, you know, hoping he gets better. Um, you know, there's definitely been flashes this year where he feels good and could see it on the ice and, uh, um uh, yeah, we're with him, so um, we're supporting him, and we let him know that. And uh, hopefully, he does what he have to, has to to you know feel better and uh, uh, be able to play the way he wants. Have you um, uh, decided or to, to kind of ramp up talks with uh, Davison? You know, we, we talked to him, and it seems like 
you're both kind of saying, you know, in the other guy's court to, to kind of move this yeah. along. Well, I mean, you know, I don't think he's he's lying when he says that. You know, I'm the one with the uh, the no movement clause, and just uh, but we've been having discussions, and uh, you know, even with my agent, pretty much uh, every day for the past few weeks. So it's it's been ramped up for a while. What's your gut tell you? What's going to happen here? I don't know. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> I think if I knew that, I'd probably make the decision already. So um, yeah, we'll see. Does uh, nights like this make you I want to, to come back for uh, another season for more? Yeah. I mean, of course, yeah. I mean, of course you want to um, play in front of this crowd and be able to perform. And, uh, um, you know, it's been an amazing place to play for, you know, my whole career. So, of course, you want to continue that. From the 779 area code, Hawks win and hats off to number 88. And our buddy Sam for the 469 area code. Hawks rule, Leafs suck. Blackhawks take down the Toronto Maple Leafs 5-3 tonight from the United Center. We'll wrap up this postgame show next, 720 WGN. Two straight wins for the Blackhawks, a 5-3 winner over the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight from the United Center. I'm Joe Brand. Let's hear from Cole Gutman, the guy who scored his first NHL goal tonight. Felt amazing. <laughs> that was a uh, that was definitely a dream come true. I thought about that my whole life, so felt great to put it in. Were you looking to shoot the whole time, or honestly, my uh, my initial thought was pass, but I think the D kind of took it away, and I made that play a couple times this year where I passed it and it didn't work out. So I wanted to just get it on net. You get to celebrate with Ian, the first guy you hugged. Was that kind of fun? Yeah, that was that was unreal. I looked up and saw him and really kind of drew that up better. So been through a lot with that guy, so it was nice to celebrate with him. I didn't feel the steal spotlight from Patrick Kane. <laughs> definitely, definitely didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, four points is pretty good. So, did you guys feel the energy of the crowd tonight? Oh yeah, I mean, I've uh, it's my third game in an NHL stadium, so um, the crowd's been unbelievable, and uh, the atmosphere—it's just so much fun to be a part of. And the the Hawks fans are are amazing, so it's uh, really fun to play in front of them. You had that shift a few shifts earlier where. You started a counterattack and then drew a penalty. Did that kind of help build confidence leading into that goal? For sure. Uh, I felt like uh, we got hemmed in a couple times, a couple shifts back-to-back. So I just wanted to move my feet more coming to the third period, and I I think that helped pay off. Third NHL game, first NHL goal. Pretty cool moment for Cole Gutman. The Blackhawks' next game is against the Vegas Golden Knights on Tuesday night, a 7.30 puck drop, so a 7 o'clock pregame show here on 720 WGM. But don't forget, we'll have Blackhawks live tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Blackhawks hockey has been sponsored by Sitco. Adventure awaits. Fuel up first with Sitco. Budweiser. Comet for business, Comet powering business, powering lives. United Airlines and Plumbers 911 Chicago. Visit plumbers911.com for emergency plumbing service. Big thanks to all the help back at the WGN studios. We got from Sammy Martino and Alan Poppy, our production crew. Our engineers tonight were Dan Long, Brett Jackson, and the tireless Krista Flores. Here at the United Center, Jack Heinrich is our reporter. Hall of Fame engineer Paul Zarang helping us out as well. John Weidman had the call. Troy Murray on color. For everyone that I mentioned, I'm Joe Brand signing off again. The Hawks beat Toronto 5-3. Steve Ruxton has your news next. After that, it's WGN Radio Theater. Have a great rest of your Sunday night, everybody. You've been listening to Chicago Blackhawks Hockey on Blackhawks Radio, 720 WGN. Streaming on WGNRadio.com.